0: Small voices carried through the air and into the bedroom. Maeve Benetton smiled with bittersweet joy as she listened to her brothers and sister chattering away in the next room. She would miss them so. Standing up, she moved from her spot by the trunk to the makeshift shelf where her dresses hung. One by one, she removed them from their hooks, draping them over her arm. After she'd taken the last one down... She carried them to the trunk and carefully packed them inside. Her hand brushed against cold metal. Instinctively, she looked down to see what she had touched. It was the small-framed tintype of her mother, one of only two in existence. Pa had given it to her last night, a going-away present of sorts. She'd been touched that her father would part with it, never knowing if he'd see it again. A glance at the portrait was like looking into a mirror— There could be no doubt of a familial connection between mother and daughter. In the picture, Ma was still living in Ireland and was only slightly younger than Maeve was now. It would be another few years before she came to America and met Maeve's father. Though the vividness of the copper-colored hair and emerald green eyes could only be captured in a shade of gray, all other features were the same. An immense sense of loss struck her. Am I doing the right thing, Ma? Ma? "'She'd be very proud of you,' a voice answered from the door. "'Mave turned her head and saw Pa standing in the doorway. "'And she would tell you to follow your heart wherever it may lead "'before wishing you a lifetime of love and joy.' "'Pa's words made her eyes mist, "'Because of their meaning and because she couldn't imagine "'not hearing his loving and soothing voice again after she left tomorrow, "'his strong but compassionate tones could calm even the fiercest storm.' Blinking, she forced the tears aside. Great things were waiting for her in Wyoming, and who knew? Maybe one day, telephones would have the capability of making a phone call to span that long a distance. A laugh almost escaped. What a thought. Who will care for the children when I'm gone? The troublesome question had kept her from finding complete peace regarding her move. The children and I will get along fine. Pa came to her and placed one hand on her shoulder. With his other hand, he tipped her chin. Mrs. Daly downstairs will be taking care of Ryan and Emily when school is not in session. Next week, Shane will begin his job at the factory with me. Scrunching her nose, Mave debated the merits of Mrs. Daly caring for the two youngest Bennetton children. The positive side was that she would give Ryan and Emily lots of love— an elderly woman, she had raised six children of her own and had numerous grandchildren. Even at seventy, give or take several years, she was spry with energy, unseen in many people half her age, and she could easily keep up with the young ones. But on the downside, Mrs. Daly was notorious for her lackadaisical discipline. The entire apartment building knew when her grandchildren were staying with her as they could be heard running up and down the stairwells at all hours of the day and night, For someone like Maeve, who thrived in a neat and orderly environment, the wildness rattled her. A smirk formed on Pa's face. He must have read her mind. Ryan and Emily are good and well-behaved children. They know there are boundaries of proper behavior, which I will continue to enforce. You've been a wonderful daughter and sister, stepping in to help with your siblings, but that's what they are, your siblings, not your children. Maeve frowned. "'True, but she loved them dearly "'and had been a mother figure in their lives for six years. "'Since the summer she'd had her fourteenth birthday. "'That summer her life had changed when Ma passed away. "'Take heart, my child. "'Perhaps my meaning did not come across clearly. "'I know how deeply you care for Shane, Ryan, and Emily. "'But you must live your own life, have children of your own. "'Don't fret on our behalf.' The children and I will miss you horribly, but we wish you nothing but happiness." She threw her arms around him as he drew her into a fatherly embrace. "I love you, Pa." "Ah, Maeve, my sweet, brave, first born child, you will always hold a special spot in this old man's heart. You are not old. Patrick says his ranch does well and is one of the finest in Wyoming. Maybe next year he will be willing to bring you and the children west. She brightened at the thought and stepped away from her father's embrace. Think about it, Pa. How wonderful would that be?